This podcast contains explicit content, mature language, and woke conversation. Listener discretion is advised. Well, we're going to get into all things recent grad. and Your voice just sounded really sexy right there, honestly. And we are back. Guess what, y'all? It's your girl, Autumn. And wow, don't you know, it's also me, your girl, Ashley. Are you from Wisconsin or something? Because <laughs> you definitely sounded I know. Midwestern. Oh, yeah. It's all good. Isn't that the only way to say don't you know? Don't I guess. you know? Oh, my gosh. But you know what I just realized? Please tell me. We have a beautiful, amazing guest here today. What? A what? A guest? A guest, a guest. son. Um, yeah, we have my girl, Rachel, in the studio. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> here she is. How's it going, Rachel? I'm good. I'm doing well. It's not as hot in here as it is out there. So, right. Oh, right. it is quite blessed. hot. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, guys, um, it's my girl Rachel here with us because we're going to talk about all things back to school, specifically college. And even though it's been a minute since Ashley and I graduated, we still feel like we belong in the recent grad world. I've, I mean, two years. Like, we're just denying long. our age. It's we, fine. It's not long at all. I, fe- I can remember graduation as if it was an hour ago. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and Rachel just graduated this past spring. Is that right? I did, yes. Congrats. It feels like a year ago. It feels like so long ago. <laughs> oh, but. wow. Do you also remember graduation as if it was an hour ago? <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, graduation was a very special day. <laughs> yeah, did you cry? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Whenever I walked into like our little like area... Mm-hmm tears were in my eyes it was like oh my god really i didn't well we were separated because uh we have last different names. last names uh fuck the system for that but um we <laughs> just want to stand by our friends i just really wanted to be next to ashley but i was i was before and after so it was mm-hmm. okay yeah well congratulations on your recent graduation congrats, rachel grad. congrats grad we're gonna get into that in just a minute ladies but first let's raise our cups slash glasses because it's time for What's Brewing. Okay, so we want to get to all the juicy conversation, but real quick, what is everyone sipping on today? Rachel. Rachel. Rachel, do me the yeah, honors. What are you sipping on? Unsweet green iced tea from Starbucks. Starbies! Mm-hmm. Sponsor us! Hey! And, I've and, got, wait, wait, wait. I'm oh. sorry. Sweetened or unsweetened? Sweetened. Unsweetened. Unsweetened green. Just getting all that tea. natural flavor in Just there. Just the natural I'm sweetness. not mad at you for that. <laughs> Autumn, what you sipping on? I've got myself a caramel frappuccino. It's like the you didn't know. The sugariest of the sugariest. <laughs> it's like you didn't know if you wanted to say caramel or caramel. You were like, Carmel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I should I use them interchangeably. I say caramel and I say caramel. I've been trying to say caramel more because apparently caramel's like trash or I don't know. Mm. I've been made fun of. What am I sipping on? I'm sipping on a, okay, let me get this right. A green, no, an iced green tea latte with soy milk. Mm. That shit is so good. That sounds excellent. It's really good. And you have to get it with soy milk. It's soy good. I'm going to punch <laughs> Olivia in her face right fucking now. But listen, it's so good, and you have to get it with soy milk, or else it tastes like grass, like you're sipping oh. the grass off of a lawn. So get it with soy milk, then Thank it's you, delicious. Thank you, honey. Mm-hmm. Okay, so shall we dive? 
Shall we swan dive? Let's swan dive into this conversation right now. Into what's brewing in in our world. Mm -hmm. Um, Let us start with... Talk about it, Ashley. The new Oscar category announcement. New Oscar category announcement. What Mm -hmm. is it, Autumn? Mm -hmm. It is... I don't know if I'm going to say this right, but it's the same thing. Um, Outstanding Achievement in Popular Film, I believe. It's just a category for the popular movies. Basically, Samoa Mia 2 can get an Oscar. (laughs) Or Black Panther. Yeah, that too. That too. Rachel... How do you feel about this? Do you watch the Oscars? I used to watch all of them now. I feel like it's bad because I'm an actor, but I just don't care as much about the awards anymore. Like I, I like that. to keep track of them. I like to see what's getting nominated, what's getting what's winning the awards. Yeah. But I don't know. They're they're just different than they used to be, the award shows, I feel like. I feel like when I was little it was like magical. Yeah. Like, Whoa, the Oscars. Yep. And now you're like, oh, they're blocking the road again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I used to live um, right by the shrine where they held the SAG Awards. So it would be so annoying when they did it because I'd be like, I can't get to my apartment. (laughs) I just want to go home. It really takes the magic away. It does. Yeah, it's it's my life now in Hollywood. We live right down from the Chinese slash Dolby Theater. Every premiere, every award show, roads blocked. Takes me an extra 10 hours to get to work. It sucks. Mm -hmm. So, Rachel, you say that you don't watch these, these award shows anymore. But guess what? Why they're doing this new category? Because they're losing. They're losing it. They're They're losing. (laughs) They're losing viewership. So this popular movie category hopefully will reel some folks back into the magic of the award show. I mean, good for you guys for trying to bring viewership out. But what about a category for casting? I don't understand how that is not a category. It's a huge part of. It's That's how you movie. get the actors in the film. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, like, you have a good movie because of the casting. Exactly. And, like, yes, the producers do have a lot to do with the casting as well. But, like, the casting offices, the casting directors are setting you up, like, for to success. pick for success. Like, yeah. if you don't have a good casting director, you don't have a good movie. And, you know, the casting directors actually have a separate award show that's not televised, that's mm-hmm. not anything. No, it's bring their secret. asses out into the. Uh, I'm sorry, I need casting directors to get some Oscars. Yeah, Olivia is coming come, in. Come over y'all. here, baby girl. I'm very opinionated about this, so I'm <laughs> jumping on because I'm pissed. <laughs> How <laughs> I'm angry are you? Kidding. No, um. Well, first of all, I just want to point out if anybody disagrees with us that casting directors deserve to fight be, us fight us but watch the documentary casting by because you'll learn yes. a lot about the process and like a lot of the huge actors that win oscars are only like they only have careers because certain casting directors gave them hello these huge opportunities hello so, i mean i'm just gonna drop that mm-hmm. drop that in well there. also stunt performers you believe stunt performers should have a category as well well yeah i think they're the, some of the hardest working people in hollywood i and completely like, agree yeah and i mean they're such a big if without some performers we wouldn't be able to get these huge action films that everybody loves so much and that's talent like, oh, it's talent, hard work, you're dedication, You're flipping, your you're life. doing all this crazy shit with your body. You are mm-hmm. risking your life for a movie. And, like, a lot mm-hmm. of times with these action films, the best part that Is, people take away mm-hmm. are the action sequences. And it, that's all, all the stuff, like, the stunt performers right. and the choreographers, especially the choreographers. Mm-hmm. They should be at least considered. Yeah. So, yeah, when I see that they added this popular film category, it's like, all right, 
cool. First of all, what does that even mean? It, okay, <laughs> like it, like you. It was like Ashley was saying, Mamma Mia could win an award or yeah, so, or Black but Panther. But is it like who got the most money this year? Right. But then I also heard somebody say that it's kind of a scapegoat category, mm-hmm. and people were saying that um, Black Panther, for example, was in talks to maybe get nominated for Best Picture because it was amazing. Yeah. Um, but now that with this popular film category, mm-hmm. it's a scapegoat category, so they can put Black Panther mm-hmm. in that category. Oh, they will. And uh, they not, definitely not that, that will be the diversity category. Yeah, and like yeah. not include it in which the other is categories. BS because it should. I hope they do. They can include it in both. Well, Why you not hope, both? But, yeah, but, but yeah, it's just kind of confusing. I think everybody in the industry is kind of like they have question marks about it. Cause it's like, right. What does this mean? Same here. Why? And also, like, just because something made a lot of money and it was popular doesn't mean that it's it was good. Great film, like Mission Impossible. Like, I'm sure it's fun, but. It's is it a film or is it like for me a film is like something artsy and creative and like meaningful and a movie is pure entertainment. That's mm-hmm. Mission Impossible. But the mm-hmm. big impact is these like Marvel films, all mm-hmm. these superhero films that are doing really really well and they don't really get considered for anything besides like art direction and stuff yeah. like that. But that leads me to believe that there's a huge money influence. Mm-hmm. So like I think maybe the Academy saw an opportunity like we could make money off of giving these huge studios a chance to get their big action films because we i mean i don't think people realize how much like money is involved yeah people buying their wins type shit going on (laughs) so i think i think there's money playing into it i think the academy's money grabbing but i can't dive into the details of that because i don't know i'm just suspicious (laughs) (laughs) i feel you thank you for your thoughts boo so now let's go on to what my favorite topic of this Same. of this what's brewing black women dominating magazine covers mm-hmm. black women all over the magazines all over them all Easter Some, Ray, somebody Beyonce Rihanna Tracy Ellis Ross oh killing the game let me um hold pull on. up the picture yeah let me and they're all September yeah, issues all September. in Vogue just so you guys know Rihanna is the first black woman in over a hundred years to grace the cover of Vogue for a September issue Vogue UK yes Vogue specifically UK. thank you Olivia yes Vogue yeah. UK September issue okay yes. Lupita's on a cover I think. Yep, Lupita is on one. Lupita, Yara Shahidi, Issa, Yara, Zendaya. Tiffany, homegirl from uh, the Fenty campaign. I don't know her real name, but she's beautiful skin, mm-hmm. got a gap in her tooth. You guys know mm-hmm. who I'm talking about. Asha Naomi from How to Get Away with Murder. Um, how are we feeling, you guys? Beautiful. Show her the picture. Show Rachel the picture. Oh, she's, Rachel, she's tell me it's beautiful. It. <laughs> <laughs> like, the fact that we even have to think about this and that's not just a normal thing is like crazy to me yeah i agree the fact that we do have to look at this and be like wow this is amazing instead of like being normal is uh is is what it is but hey we're normalizing we're normalizing normalizing pigment (laughs) melanin we're normalizing melanin yes how you feel ash I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy. Same. And like, I love Tracy Ellis Ross so much. Mm-hmm. I've really been trying to channel her when I like wear my hair down and like try and be more confident with myself. 
just to see her like owning it on the cover like i i love her so much so i'm i'm really happy for all of them and yeah all these september issues all and, these like, fall covers like and, we're and just here like for so it. many different like levels of melanin and like it's mm-hmm. just so uh-huh. colorful Light and skin, beautiful brown skin dark skin like it's all so colorful shades. it's i love it yes. i love it i live for it we live for it uh go get that yourselves folks go pick get up those. all the magazines pick up all the fucking magazines autumn we have we have one last what's brewing topic. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> would, you, would you like to announce it? Sure. Go for it. Ladies and gentlemen, friends and family, foes, <laughs> enemies, lovers, all of you. All of you. Ashley, Olivia, and I are taking a summer hiatus. The remainder of summer hiatus. <laughs> the remainder of summer hiatus. We still have like a good, like, cause it continues until like the end of September or so. But we won't, we'll, we'll be coming back a little later than that. Yeah. We're taking a hiatus, kids. Yeah. We're tired. We're <laughs> tired. <laughs> we are tired. Ashley and I both have long jobs. Yeah. Not, not nine to fives, nine to sixes. <laughs> We work nine to six. And weekends sometimes. We get, and oh, and weekends sometimes. And we do this. And and we listen, got a lot we going on. we want to make the podcast better. Yeah, we want to amp this the we fuck up. We ideas. love this podcast, and we have a lot of ideas. And so we're just going to take, take a break. this time to do that. And stay tuned to our social media because we're going to keep you updated on our lives and when we're coming back. Yeah, absolutely. We'll definitely keep you guys updated, but no new episodes for a little while. Yeah, just for a little bit. Just for a little Don't bit. Worry, and we're, we're coming, coming back. right the fuck back. So. In Black and Half 2.0 is on its way. Whoa. <laughs> Did I just blow your mind? A little, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So as we all know, summer is coming to a close, and that means college students will be heading back to their dorms and shower caddies and shower flip-flops. Yeah, ew. Perhaps even for the first time ever. So we thought it'd be the perfect opportunity to discuss our college experiences and maybe offer up some advice to all y'all scholars out there. Yes, and we have Rachel here for an additional perspective because, as, as our fam knows, Autumn and I attended the same university with the same major and it was a very small art school and it was a very specific experience yeah so rachel went to a larger state university with a completely different vibe so we'll discuss some of the differences between the two yeah and if you're still in high school and you're contemplating college and what type of college experience you want to go to stick around and listen because we'll have some words (laughs) (laughs) so uh rachel let's all go around and say what what we studied where Mm-hmm. So Rachel, what did you study? Where did you go to school? Yeah, I studied acting. My major was a BA in theater with acting emphasis, and I studied at USC, which is a very large school. And that's mm-hmm. the University of Southern California. Of Southern California, mm-hmm. yeah. And which is a private school. People think it's oh, it public, is? but it's private. It's just oh, massive. Yeah. Cause it's we, just huge. We have a huge yeah. graduate population, also. So t- in oh, total, yeah. there's probably like thirty to forty thousand people Ooh. that wow. go to school there. And including like all of the graduate programs as well, which is pretty crazy considering I came from a high school where my graduating class was 24 students. Shut up. So making that adjustment was pretty, it was a little crazy. Wow. (laughs) So you went, you went to USC for all four years or? Yeah, I went there for all four years. Four years. Cool. Autumn, tell them where both of us went. (laughs) Yeah. Well, before I even get into that, my freshman year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, 
my freshman year, I went to a different school in Manhattan called Marymount Manhattan College, and I studied communication arts with an emphasis in film. I hated it, folks. <laughs> I fucking hated it. I stayed there a semester, and then I went back home because... Just one semester? Just, literally just mm-hmm. one semester because I, could, I just couldn't do it um I mean the teachers were nice but the program wasn't what I wanted um and I just hated the part of I like New York but I we were in Upper East Side and Midtown and that was just too frou-frou shishi for me as a girl coming from the hood adjacent part of DC (laughs) I just I I just couldn't um so then uh, my second semester I went to community college back home just to get like my gen ads out the way and then I transferred my sophomore year to Point Park University in Pittsburgh and I studied cinema production and I just went right to Point Park and studied cinema production no transfers no nothing Mm -hmm. I'm boring (laughs) <laughs> never that never um that. so rachel why why did you choose usc what was the draw yeah well i'm originally from texas i'm from san antonio which is a big city but it very much feels like a small town you see everyone mm. everywhere Ugh, basically God, you can go shopping go to the movie theater or go eat there isn't a ton going on especially when you're not 21 yet yeah so i wanted to go somewhere with opportunity i decided in high school that i wanted to be an actor and I knew that meant I pretty much had to go to New York or L.A. And I just love USC has a huge, not huge campus, but like a good sized campus that's also manageable. There's so many different people and just a lot of opportunities in L.A. itself. I love the sunny weather. I hate the cold weather. So right? New York was probably a bad <laughs> choice for me. So, yeah, USC was the one. <laughs> one the one for me. It was me. the one. <laughs> Man. What, what was like the, uh, the application process like? Was it, like, really – do you have to turn in, like, a portfolio? Did you have like, to audition you have to and stuff? I, the program I ended up in at USC th- – so there's student programs, the BFA, which you have to audition for, and the BA. And I auditioned for the BFA but ended up in the BA, which is great because I had more flexibility to potentially add a minor and take more electives and do a semester abroad if I wanted, which is just nice to have that opportunity available. But for most of my other schools, I auditioned as well. So I went to New York for – um, or no, I went to Chicago for a bunch of auditions. Oh, so you actually like traveled for the auditions? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Because I know that that some schools have like, or not schools, but like there's like audition like, gr- they like rent a hotel and yeah, that's what schools. I did for like Unifieds, which is yeah, what yeah, like, yeah. The college auditions. There's some in Chicago. I think they do some in New York, but I was mm-hmm. not going all the way to New York. Yeah. And then um, some schools I had to go there and do it, yeah. which was wow. not too not too bad. Yeah, but still, that's, like, a lot of work just to apply to yeah. school. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, like, a lot of money. Oh, my. That, the education system, like, yeah, that's I know. so it, much it's money. ridiculous. Just to apply to go to school for acting, you have to spend so much money on planes and hotels and whatever. Hair, makeup. Yeah. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Outfit. Ridiculous. Crazy. So. Did you write that off on your taxes, girl? Because you know you can. can. you? I feel like I, mean, I was no, no, too no, no, young. No. The hair and makeup, but like I'm talking about applying for school. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. no. Sorry, yeah, I mean yeah. the hair and makeup yeah. part. I hope your parents did. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tell me something. So, yeah. Um, I guess I'll talk about the first school I went to. Mm-hmm. Um, I chose Marymount Manhattan because I loved New York at that time. And I was just like a very... I, I I was in high school the way I, I am now, like a very urban soul, and I was like, I'm urban, I belong in <laughs> New York City. Um, 
And when I, <laughs> my head ass, right? I belong <laughs> in the city. The big city. The big city. And I went to go visit the school, and I liked it. Uh, I thought it was cool, and I loved that it was, it was smack dab in the middle of the city, like right in mid, uh, Upper East Side, Manhattan. Like, And I thought that was the coolest thing. Um, and so, but when I got there, it just wasn't the coolest thing. Like, visiting was one thing. Actually being there was another. And um, our dorms were, like, a 20-minute walk from the main campus. Wow. Yeah, which I when it was warm out I did even when it was cold out I honestly didn't mind I love walking and New York is really easy to navigate when walking but still like that was that was a trek and like I have you you guys know I'm always late today I wasn't late which is a shock I was actually early mm-hmm. um, but I'm always late so I really would have to plan ahead to get to class and shit because it was a 20 minute walk I could have taken the bus or the train because it would be seven minutes on the bus or the train but that was one thing um, but yeah and like that's that's really why I chose it. Like they had film and it was in New York and my grandparents lived in Long Island, so all I had to do was take the L I R R to go see them. But like I said, I got there and the program wasn't what I wanted. The cam- there just wasn't any real campus life and it was really all about the theater majors and the dance majors cuz it was a lot like Point Park where we went where mm-hmm. Like, it was very artsy, except at least at Point Park, the cinema students, like, had a space. And, like, we were, we were like, kind of top dogs a little bit. And, like, (laughs) well, like, top dogs in the fact that, like, people knew, like, oh, yeah, cinema major, like, cool. Oh, they know it's a program. Yeah, exactly. And they knew communication arts was, but it was just, like, it was not... It, like da- it was just dance and theater or, or yeah. nothing. Whereas at Point Park, it was like dance, theater, f- cinema, the end, <laughs> and SAEM a little bit. We can get into that, but um, yeah. So that so that's why I chose to go there, and that's why I left <laughs> there. Um, and then I ended up choosing Point Park because I actually that was my last choice when I was transferring. Oh, Point Park was my. Dead ass last choice. Yeah, that choice. was my last choice too, um, and I'd gotten into all the schools that I applied to transfer to. I applied to DePaul in um, Chicago. I applied to SUNY Purchase in New York, um, which is a, an incredible film school. They only accept 20 people a year, so I was like really shocked that I got in, but I didn't go to those because DePaul was too expensive and wasn't giving me money. SUNY Purchase wanted me to stay an extra year in order to graduate from their film program, You, ha- no matter what you have like in terms of courses like you have to do four years of film school and I just didn't have the money to do an extra year like my mom literally told me I have money for four years and that's it so I was like I need to find somewhere where I can finish in three years Mm -hmm. and Point Park was that and I was like okay let me go to Pittsburgh and like see what this was about I wasn't like excited because I was like what the fuck is in Pittsburgh it was a random choice and I knew some film stuff was happening in Pittsburgh but then I got there and I visited and it was like such a cute little campus like in downtown Pittsburgh like and people in Pittsburgh were really nice and it was a lot more diverse than I thought it'd be and like the facilities for our cinema studios and stuff were just amazing and I had spoken with somebody from uh, the program in the cinema production, and, like, the staff was so – like, for at least for transfer students, Point Park staff was amazing to me. And and plus, they gave me more than a partial scholarship. Like, I got like, maybe a few thousand dollars more than a pro- partial scholarship, so those were all the reasons I chose to go. Um, good film program, cute little campus, nice people. Yeah. Not far from home. Why not? I – I didn't want to go to Point Park because I'm from Pittsburgh and 
I went to a high school and they were like, oh, it's just like this high school, but part two. And I was <laughs> like, oh, that's the opposite of what I want. I want to leave all of you people. <laughs> so um, and my school didn't really like I think I've talked about this before on the podcast. Your high school? Yeah, my mm-hmm. high school didn't really like show us how to apply to college or like oh. when to apply to college. Wow. So I didn't know anything. And my parents did college a different way. And so they didn't know either. So I applied everywhere a couple months late. <laughs> <laughs> and Point Park was the only one that like didn't have like a hard deadline, and they also didn't have an application fee. And That's I, right, they did yeah, and I went for the interview like a couple weeks after my application. Like everything happened like really, really fast. fast, and I was like, if I don't get into a school, if I don't get into Point Park, I can't go to school because I technically didn't apply anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like I sent in applications, but they wouldn't even look at them. I called and I was like, hey, like. I sent an application, like, I haven't heard back. And they are like, yeah, you were late. We won't even open it. And I was like, Damn, oh. I didn't know this, Ashley. Yeah. So, so Point Park was your only Point choice. Point Park was, ended up being my only option. <laughs> but, yeah, and it turned out to be okay. I tried to transfer unsuccessfully. <laughs> I tried to transfer to USC. They didn't want me. Oh. Um, <laughs> I don't remember when you did that. Yeah, because I, I hated Point Park. I never knew that. Yeah. I guess we weren't close then. Exactly. I didn't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to transfer because I didn't have any friends and I was, just wasn't like feeling it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But then after I tried to transfer and it didn't work, I think I got in one place, but it just I just didn't want to go there or something. And USC didn't want me. But and USC then, mentions then, it again. Yeah, and USC didn't I'm want very me. bitter at them. <laughs> I'm very bitter, but like I love them. I don't know. <laughs> but that's when I met all of you guys, and then I was like, oh, I'll just stay at Point Park. It's fine. Cool. Yeah. Rachel, do you want to talk about your experience at USC? Tell me about like, your positives. Take and us through like yeah. the four years like, what, you had What was your dorms there? like? Yeah. What so, were the dorms like? Was Did the you... campus pretty? I know Can- it is. Campus is really yeah. campus is really nice. I mean, for theater, th- the cinema school is beautiful. It's amazing. Oh. We have so many great facilities. But for theater, we have we hand. have a couple like semi-trash buildings. Like, <laughs> I, like Every a lot of our this. classes are like in the PE building that was oh, like built in like. Hasn't been renovated since Wait, like the fifties, as in like physical education, like gym like, class, where they have like the yoga classes okay. and like that and like oh, uh, weightlifting. Yeah. If you're taking any of those electives, yeah, okay. so a lot of our classes in there hasn't been renovated since like nineteen fifty something. It's wow, old. it is old and kind of gross. <laughs> but um, other than that, the campus was really nice. I lived in a dorm that was like a suite style, so it was like. Like a common area and then yeah, bedrooms. Yeah, common area, nice. then bedrooms, and like a bathroom I shared with like six other girls or seven other girls instead of like wow. the whole floor, which was nice. It was air that conditioned. Is really nice. Which I was did, nice for I said, wow, I said a wow because I thought that was a lot of people sharing one bathroom. I'm really weird about bathrooms. Like, okay, really quick. A sidebar. In Point Park, your freshman year, the one freshman dorms had their own bathrooms inside of the rooms. And the other Thayer. I Thayer, lived in Thayer. <laughs> Thayer had floor bathrooms, so you shared the bathrooms with the entire floor. I begged and pleaded and called nonstop. I was like, I cannot be in Thayer. I was like, if you put me in Thayer, I cannot I cannot live there. I will not live there. I was like, I have to be in Lawrence. I'm getting there early for um sports, so please just put me in Lawrence. Like I need my own bathroom. And they put me in Lawrence and it was a dream come true. I cannot I cannot <laughs> share a bathroom with like more than two other people. It no. Sorry, yeah. keep going. No, it was a, it was kind of a lot of people, but it wasn't too bad because I think there were like two stalls and two showers, and most okay. of us our schedules were different, so That's it wasn't too good. bad. I never yeah. like needed to like go in there. I was like, shit, I can't like yeah. get okay. ready. That's good. But yeah, so freshman year was like 
I guess overwhelming because there's so many people. I was definitely a lot shyer back then. Everyone's like super pretty and blonde, and like I'm just like, <laughs> wow, yeah. It, especially like coming out of high school, yeah. like, you're so little. Yeah, and everyone's just like so comfortable with themselves. I'm just like, um. So I definitely threw myself into school. I like definitely took school way too seriously. I probably did most of school, but I think that's just how I am. Yeah. But that's not a bad thing. It's good to yeah. take school seriously. I did like a lot, a lot of theater stuff, a lot of acting, a lot of. Like, tried out a lot of clubs, didn't really like those. I wanted to transfer just because, like, I just felt like I didn't really belong there necessarily. Like, mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm this girl from Texas, and I'm here with all these, like, uh-huh. I don't know, with, people like, who the just, LA like, people. Yeah, with the L.A. people yeah. who just, like, seemed like they knew what they were doing, and that wasn't me. And then sophomore year, I was like, I feel like I, like, still socially, I can definitely grow more. And I was like, why don't I try out a sorority? Oh, God. Yeah, so... Oh, what was that like? I ended up rushing and joining a sorority. And it was great, but also awful at the same time. It was great. I met so many people, especially when you first join. Everyone's super nice because, like, no one has any issues with anyone. You've all just met each other. Like, my sorority had a chef, so I just, like, ate there most of the year. I, like, didn't have to cook for myself, really, except for on weekends. Like, we had, like, a study room. USC, man. I just was thrown aback. to, like, go tan on or, like, just hang out up there. Okay. (laughs) Casual, I guess. My mouth is agape. (laughs) No, like, they make movies about it. They make movies about, and it's always, they film it on, like, our campus about the sororities. Like, all those movies are, like basically based on us and it's just like that like it's crazy it's like all these like beautiful houses and like fraternities and like crazy parties and like all of it it's that's why it's weird but I met a lot of people I got more socially comfortable with myself but it's also it's so like it's not classes, but it's so like classist. It's so about that in in many yeah. ways. It's like, oh, you're not in so and so sorority or fraternity. Like, oh, I don't wanna, I don't wanna be friends with you or like mm. associate with you. Or like, people would kind of look down on you for not being in like the top, whatever. Ooh. And like, especially like guys would be like that too. They'd be mm. like, oh, I hate men. Like, does, does it matter everybody. how like good looking you are or like how smart you are? But it's like, oh, you're in like you're not in that. Oh, you're in that sorority. Okay, like yeah. So it's like a lot of like great things combined with a lot of you're just always comparing yourself to other people in their mm. lives, and I it's feel just like that's in kind that of like the the mantra of LA in general. Yeah, is like wherever you go, you're like comparing yourself to somebody, yeah. whether you even want to or not. Like subconsciously, you're like, oh, I'm comparing myself all the time. I don't know. Yeah, it's like LA on like combined in like a tiny yeah. bubble. Oh wow, it's just like fester. Am, in that am I bubble. happy I didn't get in there? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's I like, wouldn't have fit in at all. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like... Um, Everything happens for a reason, the, man. I really like, for the most part, the film people, though. I feel like I get along with them better. Theater... That was also the other thing. It's not just, like, my freshman year that I didn't fit in with, like, other people, but I didn't really get along with the theater people either. Like, naturally, my personality is a bit more reserved. Like, I love to, like, talk with people and stuff, but I'm not going to talk unless, like, I feel like it. Yeah. And I feel like everyone is just so loud, and, like, that's just not me. So I was just like, ah, like, (laughs) overwhelmed. But, like, you figure it out. Like, you kind of figure yourself out and, like, accept the good and the bad and just Mm -hmm. go with it. So how does, like, the rush thing work? Like, is it just 
a giant audition for all the sororities or are you like I'm gonna just try to get into this one well a lot of people go with the mindset like okay when I get into like a top sorority whatever like (laughs) such a mindset yeah everyone falls into it I fell into it everyone wants (laughs) you know but so basically there's like several rounds so the first round I think it's two different days where there's 10 sororities so you go visit all of the houses like and you briefly talk to girls like a couple girls Mm -hmm. then after that like the leaders or whatever. No, it's like oh, just it's like pe- everyone in the sorority. It's it's very complicated to explain how it works, but you end up talking to like a couple different girls, uh-huh. and then after that, you go back for a more in depth conversation with them, and then after that, you get cut from places. Oh, so they just say well, we don't want you. Yeah, they cut you. So like you'll wow. you get cut, and then after that, it's um, house tours. Mm-hmm. So it's basically you're being led through the houses. You get to see, like, the common room, like, the whatever fun lounge spaces they have. They're, like, rooftop deck, and you talk with girls, and they, wow. like, give you – I don't think we do food anymore, but when I rushed, they, like, gave us food and had, like, really nice stuff. And, and this then, is all, like, like the school owns these houses? or No, it's the, like, the sororities. Like, okay. the chapters pay for them. It's, like, your okay. dues that mm-hmm. you're paying oh, yeah, for right. them. So, like, you're pay- – you're paying to help maintain the houses. Then okay. after that, you go to slideshow and you like watch this slideshow of like cool stuff they do, and then you get cut again after that. You get cut after each round. Wow, this is violent. This yeah, is a process. It's very cutthroat. Yeah, and then after oh my that, gosh. you have pref, which is preference, where you end up with two houses that are left, two or maybe three. I think some people had a couple, um, a few, and you go and talk to people more and there's like a ceremony to like try to draw you in and then there's bid day which is where um you get an envelope and it says where you're invited back to and then you run to your house like you you run like they have there's like a field is this an obstacle course oh my gosh it's it's not there's just like a field (laughs) and it's like a block or two away from the sorority row, uh-huh. and everyone runs to their house, and then it's just a celebration for bid day, and there's like food and candy, and like I can. This is like a movie you. in my head right now. It, is it, it, it is literally it like if I showed you pictures, you'd be like, "This is ridiculous." <laughs> That's so wait, wait, funny. Wait, wait. So, so you get an envelope with just one house on yeah, it. Yeah, okay. that's the one you get into. Okay, okay. I was gonna say because if like you have two to pick from, mm-hmm. do you show up at one and they're like, "No, we're full now," and you no, have to yeah. run to the <laughs> after each round? Okay. Like the sororities are judging you, but you also put in a preference. So you'll yeah. go to like, I think it was campus center and talk to like a representative, and you'll like rank your choices, and then they'll cut you and you'll cut them until you get and yeah. end up with one or none. Wow. You could end up with none also. Yeah. Wow. That would suck. You could so, end up with none before you get to the end. You could get end yeah. up with wow. none in the middle. Did you <laughs> did you get your preference? Or I did out of nice. the two that I was left with. Yeah. Perfect. And I I liked it. Um, what yeah. was the name of your sorority? I was an Alpha Phi at UFC. Alpha Phi. So, okay. Yeah. It's a good good balance. Good mix. So for then me. so freshman year you were kinda like not about it and then you got into a sorority yeah. or sophomore year, so things started to pick up. And then how was junior and senior year for you? busy junior year especially I was taking I think it was 17 or 19 units which amounted to seven classes mm-hmm. which was a, a lot oh like yeah, credits Is that yeah okay. yeah credits so I had like class from 9 30 to 3 30 pretty much non-stop every day and then Jesus. um Wednesday I had class from nine to five mm-hmm. without a break and then I was in a play so then I had rehearsal from five to ten Monday through Friday for like several wow. for several months <coughs> And then some Saturday rehearsal. So I was just a busy junior mm-hmm. year. 
a busy wow. bee. So focused a lot on acting. I did a lot of student films as well. That's like nice. mostly what I spent nice. my extra time doing. But definitely we a lot of. would have been of, friends in Point Park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot of a lot of rehearsal, a lot of school. Still social. I was definitely more social my juniors, especially my senior year. But um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you just completed your senior year. So tell yeah. us about that. Senior year was weird. I <laughs> ended up. I added a minor but realized I'd rather take more acting classes than complete my minor just because I took some great film classes but I didn't want to take the additional theory classes that would have been required and take something else instead. So I ended up being part-time my senior year. Hmm. I think I took like four classes in the fall, like a couple two-unit classes and then three classes in the spring. Definitely was very social. Definitely went like a little little off the walls because <laughs> freshman year I didn't really go out I wasn't mm-hmm. I was a little a bit socially awkward still really shy didn't really know what I was doing yeah I feel like I just, that's normal just made up for lost time real quick <laughs> but it was good it made me realize like I'm super uncomfortable with not having things to do because I was used to being so busy oh yeah so it was time for me to be like it's okay to like not have a ton of things going on at the same time it's okay to just be floating for a little bit even if it's uncomfortable to figure out what you're doing so I think it was helpful for that because going from the transition of like I'm always acting I'm always acting I'm always acting I always have rehearsal I have class I have this whatever to like pretty much not having really anything I had to worry about was nice because like it's pretty similar now like I just go to work like I work every day but it's my days are pretty consistent and I'm not like I'm not I wouldn't say I'm like grinding I'm like on the grind right now I'm just like trying to restart yeah, I think yeah. it was definitely a good transition than going like full speed and then stopping. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think it was helpful in that, in that sense. Yeah, that was like super poetic, honestly. Yeah, she, <laughs> she was she, like, "It's she, okay to like float." I was like, "Oh my god." She, she, I'm so. I was just thinking in my head, "Oh my gosh, Rachel just taught me a lesson because I yeah. feel that way now. Like I feel like if I do not have enough to do, that I'm what you the feel fuck like you're failing. You feel like yeah, you're not doing anything, and that's exactly. so not true. Like, yeah, I know so many people. Like my friend's sister. She, I think she just turned 35 or 36. She now has the job she wants. She now, like, is yeah. happy with what she's doing. Like, it takes time. Yeah. We're just in an environment where everyone's grinding and constantly showing what they're doing. So you Yeah, like, and, like, social media. Have, yeah. You're like, oh, my God, everybody's doing everything mm-hmm. all the time. And they're, and they're, they're and not. They're it's not, not true. Not necessarily. Yeah. Like, just because you're not posting doesn't mean you're not doing stuff. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. That, okay. I don't even know what to talk about now. <laughs> I'm not, literally thrown. Because... I just had a therapy session, I think. I think that's exactly yeah, what like, happened. And, and I think I think for me it was kind of similar because I went from school all the time, school all the time. I only went to school for three years. Um, so I, like, was really grinding, like, even over the summer and everything. Like, I would mm-hmm. take some classes. And then as soon as I did that, I went to having two jobs. And then as soon as I did that, I came to L.A. and I, like, everything shut down. It was just, like, now I have absolutely nothing to do. And it, I didn't have, like, not, like, the safety net of school, but, like, kind of the safety net of, like, school. So I just was, like, in my apartment just, like, twiddling my thumbs all day. Like, I was, like, mm, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. And so it was it was definitely, like, an adjustment period into, like, adult life. Yeah. And now I just work. I work every day. Like, like we said, 9 to 6 or whatever. And, and I feel like I'm, like, slowly, like, getting my footing and, like, figuring out what I'm doing. But... I, I don't I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah. Um did you did you go home in the summer to Texas? 
You mean like like in between school um, years? Yeah. So after freshman year, I actually um, stayed out here. I did an internship. Oh, cool. Where with uh, casting? So that was cool. interesting. After sophomore year, I went home for a little bit, but then I did a, uh, an acting program in London for wow, a that's couple months. Dope. Yeah. So that was really fun. Uh, I did that. After junior year, I stayed out here and worked. So like, I went home for like usually the first two weeks or the last two weeks um, mm-hmm. of, oh, summer, of summer, mm-hmm. but I never like went home. Went home. Yeah. Wow. So I was mostly mm-hmm. out in LA or okay, yeah, gone. In so, like, being in the arts, it's, like, sometimes weird on the family. Like, what were your parents like, oh, she's going to acting school? They were like, yes, become an actress. Yeah, like, how did so feel? Um, my parents are divorced, but my, my mom and my dad are both doctors, and my stepdad is Damn. a retired lawyer. So very different than what I'm wow, doing. Yeah. But everyone was super supportive, even though, like, they're very supportive, but I just don't think they understand because they can't. They're all involved mm-hmm. in, like, research, medical, law, like, yeah. different things. But they're very supportive. I think it's only recently where I've, like, I'm not sure if I want to act. I'm in a PR internship right now, which is great, but I'm not sure it's what I want to do. So, like, I tell my parents, like, I'm not sure uh, it's what I want to do and that I'm going to act. And it's I get such a mixed response from them. They're like, oh, it's okay. And then part of them's like, okay, so did we pay, like, however much money – for you not to be acting. Yeah. So it's a balance of like them being supportive, but now also questioning my choices. It's like, were you were you never going to real, like when was it going to get real for you? It was always real for me. I guess it never really yeah. just hit them that like, okay, my child is in Los Angeles with no family over there, like trying to pursue some dream that she doesn't necessarily know what it is yet. Mm-hmm. So they're still supportive, but I think they're, I guess they're worried in the same way I'm worried. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how long it's going to take for me to figure that out. But, like, yeah. I think that's normal. Mm-hmm, totally. Definitely. And, I, and, like, my mom's an accountant. And, like, it, that's, like, a very, like, real, quote, quote, unquote, real job. And so it is very hard for them to, like, even fathom what we do. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, what is a creative job? How do you make money they be, doing creative They have jobs that things? are creative, question mark? Yeah, and, like, <laughs> and you're like, oh, like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing, or I don't know if I like this current job I'm in. Like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. And they're, like, kind of uncomfortable with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they went from, like, school to career, basically. I don't know. Yeah, it was very structured. Things are very, yeah, very mm-hmm. structured for them. And it's, it's almost like we're more comfortable, like, well, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm sure I'll figure it out. And yeah. they're like, ah, what? It's definitely a generational thing, too. I feel yeah. like with their generation, I mean, even with us, people are like, eh, okay, they don't have a job yet. But their generation was very much so, like, if you're not getting a job, you're getting married and, like, yeah, family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Versus for us, there's just so much amb- ambiguity in, like, every area. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So, overall, would you say you are happy with your choice to go to USC? Yeah, definitely. I mean, my other choice would have been NYU. <sighs> and just NYU. the style of their program for acting was, like, very limited in the sense that you're in one studio I believe for like three years and then you can try another one so you don't really get to branch out oh wow also it gets cold in New York (laughs) it's probably not good for me at least being so young and Mm -hmm. so like not really sure of who I am and what I want like I feel like at least in you at USC when it was hard it was sunny Mm -hmm. so it made it like a little bit easier (laughs) and USC's a huge school right like how many people go there she said 30 to 40,000 right I think it's oh. I think it's around that probably closer to thirty thousand, but like including graduate Still, and undergraduate. Yeah. So you had lecture halls and like for your gen eds, did you have like yeah. lecture halls? Yeah, and none stuff? of them were super big. I feel like 
the biggest class I had was maybe one or two hundred people. Most of them were like decent size, which was nice. It wasn't. Yeah. Kind of and what was a decent size at USC? Like my acting classes were usually like twenty or less. Oh, like okay. My, oh, like so, my main so your classes main class, small. but yeah. the general education like general got were huge. got pretty big okay. sometimes. Yeah, cool. yeah. With with those big classes, did you feel? Because I know sometimes in like bigger schools with gen eds, and like I have a problem with like gen ed classes because I get bored and I don't understand them. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you feel like? Like, you had a relationship with the teacher that you could, like, ask for help, or or did you need, like, tutoring? Like No, most of them, like, weren't too hard. Like, they're annoying. You have to do a lot of reading and homework and stuff, but none of them mm-hmm. were necessarily too hard. But, like, I don't know. I felt like it was hard to meet people and hard to, like, interact with the teacher in, like, the general education classes. There's just, like, there's so many students and only one of the teacher. And, like, yeah. some people show up to class. Some people just roll in late and sit by themselves. So, like... Definitely, I was more comfortable with my theater classes and teachers like and classmates. Thing. Yeah, I definitely had more of a relationship with them versus, like, I couldn't tell you the names of, like, yeah most of my general ed teachers or, like, how many times I talked to them, like, maybe once. Oh, that's so strange. Mm-hmm. It's re- yeah, it's yeah. really weird. So, real quick, obviously, negative experience at my first college, I transferred. Um, but I also say this for those of you who are going into your freshman year and – you get there, um, it's natural to feel like you want to transfer. I mean, people, everybody, I feel like maybe I'm going to make up a number, but almost everybody I've talked to who has even loved their college experience has considered transferring their freshman year. Yeah, I almost transferred. Because I feel like it's such a shock. It's weird. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a culture shock (laughs) almost. Like like, you're on your own. And you go from this like, nine to five high school career mm-hmm. with specific classes the same people the same building your family or whoever you live with mm-hmm. to all of a sudden i don't know anybody right I and then you possibly, have all this freedom but you don't know what to do with yeah, it you're like <laughs> i can do anything but nothing right exactly yeah. and i'm in possibly a new place mm-hmm. and i you don't know anybody it is and so it's probably scary it's an and adjustment and, for sure yeah and like in the case, that was my case, but also I, I had legitimate reasons for transferring. Like, yeah, yeah, it yeah. was specifically the program and, like, my area. So I say this to say to people who are considering to transferring, like, don't make any vast decisions. Like, stay there, really make a pros and cons list. But then if you really feel like, yeah, this just isn't it, that is okay. It is fine yeah. to transfer. I You are able to do it. Just make sure your other school will accept credits. Um, that's that. Yeah, and if they don't, yeah. either prepare for another year summer school or something. Exactly. And, and that's another reason I – oh, go ahead. Oh, transferring is, like, difficult, too. Oh, it is like, for me. I'm to, like, lucky. you still have to, like, do the applications yeah. and yeah. the portfolios uh-huh. and the While being in college, Yeah, while still by doing the way. college. Yeah, so, like, when I was at my col- – I was at community college while I was transferring, um, and I was still in film courses, still had a full college course. Low court uh, load or whatever, um, and I was applying to colleges like putting in, um, putting in. Uh, we had to submit reels for mm-hmm. um, all of our programs and all of the programs I applied to, and essays and extra stuff because you're a transfer, and it it was mm-hmm. a lot of work. But I mean, luckily Point Park took most of my credits. I think they only didn't take one of my classes, yeah, nice. so I had to take an extra course when I got to th- there, which was fine. Um, yes. Yeah, so when I first got to Point Park, I still, I felt a little weird because I was coming in as a transfer and I was like, 
damn, all the sophomore will already be established and have all of their friends, and, like, I'll be in some freshman classes because I wasn't here before. So I was, like, a little worried, but then, like, um, orientation, it's so weird. I am still friends with people from orientation till this fucking day, which you don't hear about. Like, the friends you make at orientation, you don't keep. Like you and your orientation Right, like, you and Gabby, like, were friends during orientation. And then then we didn't really talk throughout college, and now we know each other again. Exactly. (laughs) That's weird. It's weird. (laughs) It's super weird. But in my case, like, I am, like, Wesley, our friend Wesley, Wesley was my first friend at Point Park. And that is still my homie today. That's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. And like my friend, like Maddie and Hannah, like those are my best friends from mm-hmm. orientation and they're still my friends today. Yeah. So like I, it ended up being a great decision for me. Um, I loved the film program at Point Park. Obviously there, everything could be done better at every school. I'm sure even Harvard has some things they can improve on. Mm-hmm. Um, so of course there were some things that happened here and there, but overall I had a really, I loved my friends. I love, uh, and at first I actually, so my sophomore year, I didn't actually really hang out with the film kids a lot. Um, cause I found them annoying <laughs> to be annoying. <laughs> so like I hung out with like, I found like a group of black kids that were like theater majors and like I could relate to. And a few of them were from DC, which was even cooler cause I'm from DC. So I was like, Ooh, hanging out with them. And then I had Maddie, Hannah, Wesley and them. Um, and I always had a bunch of different group of friends. That's always just how I've been. I've always had different groups of friends. Um, and then it wasn't until, so yeah, so sophomore year was cool. Then junior, my junior year is when I think I met Olivia and, uh, uh, Ashley and through Wesley, I believe, or no, you and I met on our own. Yeah, we had I met Olivia together. through Wes. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then that's when I started getting closer to the film people because I was getting more into the major. We had more work. We had to work more closely together. And I was like, maybe. And then once I met like. Ashley, I was like, maybe not everybody's so terrible. Um, I gave you hope. You did, because I really was not fucking with anybody in the film program. Like, I just thought they were, this is going to sound terrible, but they were just like, uncool i'm sorry well, like no we are uncool yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry this sounds terrible but they, i just couldn't relate black girl from dc yeah. like i could not relate i love film and i love talking film with them but that was it I, I, like after class i'd be out and then like i kind of got past that because once i was in that environment more i was able i was more accepting of like different people and i guess but also people started to grow up too like mm-hmm. all those white boy dorks started to grow up and started to grow on me so then I ended up really liking a lot of the people in our film program by our senior year um but college was I mean for the most I had a house off campus my junior year which was great we didn't have any sororities or fraternities so when I had gone into Point Park I had just broken up with my long-term boyfriend we just broke up and like it that was like devastating for me (laughs) and then like coming to this place where I met all these like-minded and cool and nice individuals and like I was in a program where I really enjoyed the film program and like um it was just really cool and it really shaped the person I am today so like uh, and like I said Point Park was not perfect I could give you a list of things that I fucking hated about that place but generally speaking I really did have a great experience to kind of compare to your experience we did have this area in Pittsburgh called Oakland (laughs) 
Oakland was, we went to school in downtown Pittsburgh, and Oakland was like a five-minute drive mm-hmm. from there. So most people who moved off campus, like myself, ended up living in Oakland. And we had sports teams, and our oh sports boy. teams were low-key good. <laughs> Coincidentally, those were, most of the straight guys were on the team. So <laughs> they would have a field day with the girls at Point Park, because like, Either you either you were gay or you were you were straight and then on a team. So like the straight guys had their picking of the lots because we had mostly gay guys at our art school, obviously. So the girls were thirsty, thirsty, <laughs> and uh, the straight men were willing to quench that thirst, son. Ew. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, they had ha- they had base they had a baseball house. There was a soccer house and a rugby house. We had a rugby team, and so there were all- always parties at there. They were like our frat parties, pretty gross, but you yeah. went there for the free beer. <laughs> Um, and then I also had a house in Oakland. I wasn't on a sports team or anything. I just knew a bunch of different people, which is why my parties were so bomb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I made You would best. literally walk into the house and just be hit with, like, steam. Yeah. there were so many bodies, like, dancing yep. and everything. And I remember I made, I made, I used to make jungle juice all oh, the time. God. My jungle juice <laughs> used to be bomb. I used to charge I used to charge five dollars for people to get in and like would make more than I spent. Like, oh, I was I was, I was she what? was running a small business. <laughs> <laughs> I really was and it was great and I was always throwing parties and and I mean, I just had, I really did have a really great experience and like meeting you guys and like getting close to film people like later in my years made it even greater. So, um, and I was a good student. I, I was very focused on my film studies, general education courses, not so much, but I was very, I was a very focused student, smoked a lot of weed. Yeah, what has changed? Making films and smoked a lot of weed. There's nothing that's yeah. changed about me, folks. <laughs> um, and yeah, Ashley. Yeah. So mine was it was weird. Like we said earlier, it started out kind of negative, and you know I'm gonna blame Point Park on that because they put me. I begged for the building I was in because of the personal bathrooms. Mm-hmm. But okay, so I was on. We had like a film floor for all the film kids. Oh, you were on that floor? No, I wasn't. I was like, yeah, I didn't think you were. No, I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I asked for that floor. And I didn't Denied. get it. And so I had to go to school early for, because of sports, and so I only knew the sports team. What I did sport cross did you country, play? Played okay. cross country. Played cross country. I ran cross country. Oh, my God, who am I? Um, so those were the only people I knew for a little bit. And since I wasn't on the film floor, I wasn't meeting film people. And so in – and I feel like because I was in sports and film, I had these, like, two worlds that I really couldn't control, like, who I knew. And so I, like, couldn't make friends. Because I was, like, in film class, but I would meet people and be like, I can't talk to you. I have to go to practice and things like that. So I feel like if they would have put me on the film floor, then I would have made more friends that I, like, had classes with. And I would have been happier. I don't know. Making excuses. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. Once I met you guys, my friends, I was totally fine. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I I really didn't like it because I couldn't make friends because I was, like, doing a lot and busy. You were all over the place. And, yeah, and, like, I took took all of my classes really seriously. And even, like, the gen ed classes, like, I was determined to, like, get A's in them because they were so stupid. (laughs) But, I mean, I struggled through through them because i can't i can't do gen ed things Mm. like science especially like my professor looked like colonel sanders and talked like a crazy person 
Like I can't, Wait. I can't listen to this. Yeah. And gen I, ed classes ugh. are so fucking pointless. Like I'm sorry, I mean, no, we take gen eds all throughout high school. Yeah. Once we get to college, we just need to focus on and our. And the major. thing is, is if I have to take a gen ed class, I need the people studying those majors to take a film class. Let's level the playing field here. If I had to, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. If I had to take your class, you should know some artsy things. Because I, I can't do it. <laughs> That's true. So, I would be in yeah. science GEs with, like, pre-meds. Yeah. And I'd be like, um, the curve is not going to exist. No. <laughs> yeah, and, like, yeah. imagine if they took, like, an acting class. How much fun they would be. Yeah. Rather than these, like, stuck-up smart kids. Whatever. True. That's know. a great point, or, Like Ash. a creative writer or just, like, a movie class. Because it's still important. It's just a different yeah. part of your brain. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And if I have to, you know, make the logical sciencey side function they they need to be creative and fun and Actually, more open-minded yeah um but kind yeah. of off topic but how long did you live on, on campus for oh um so i lived on campus for two years out of the three years and the first one i lived in the freshman dorm and then i moved to the junior slash senior buildings my w- sophomore was there year? not enough space in conestoga no, no. which is the sophomore dorms no um I, since I did sports, a senior on the team wanted me to live with her. Oh, cool. In, like, the suites. And so I was, like, we had three bedrooms. So you were that one, bitch, huh? Yeah. <laughs> we, had th- we had three bedrooms with, like, one common space. And she was like, hey, like, I need my ro- a roommate for my bedroom. And I was like, great, I'll do it. And because I was on sports and because she requested me, it all worked out. But, yeah, because cool. they, they weren't going to let me do it. But then my coach was like, no, she needs it. She needs the stove to cook healthy meals because That's of athletics. Hilarious. Yeah. So and they were so, like, yeah. Yeah. So Wait, where year, did I live senior year? Or uh, my junior standard year? Standard life, I, right? Oh, yeah. I had my own apartment. Yeah. Okay, yeah, why, yeah. Why do I know this and I you can, don't? <laughs> I just, like, blocked that from that my memory. That is so funny. Okay, yeah. yeah. So junior year was my best year of college. I fucking love junior year because I made more friends that year. I was living off campus and living my best life. <laughs> and uh, I felt like I was better creatively. I felt like I got more talented. And like I also had that comfort of I know what I'm doing because I've been doing this college thing for a while, but I'm also not graduating yet. So yeah. it was like that perfect balance yeah. for me. Um. So I have a great question for you guys. Rachel, are you ready? Yes. Are you ready. prepared? <laughs> Hope so. Okay. <laughs> what piece of advice do you wish you could give yourself as a freshman? I think definitely don't be afraid to try new things and don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone because it is a big adjustment for everyone, but like you have to remember that everyone's experiencing it for the first time. Like all the other freshmen have never been to college before. They don't know what they want. As much as they act like they know what they're doing, they don't know what they're doing either. Everybody's faking it. So, like, I don't know, just, like, don't be afraid to try new things or try new clubs or take a, a weird class. Or, like, don't be afraid to try to make friends with people. Like, if you go up to someone and they're not friendly, then, like, I don't know, you don't want to interact with them. Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with just trying things out and, like, just do it. Just do the stuff you want to do. do it. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Autumn, Same. piece of advice for freshmen self. Same, Same. thing she said. Um, it is really good advice that she it's, just gave. It's great advice. Don't be afraid to be yourself, I guess. Um, that weird thing that you do, do it at college. Who the fuck gives a fuck? <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And also, like, 
don't compare yourself like don't compare yourself to other people and I learned that very early in life like at times I'm I and even still I am a very insecure person but one thing I don't do and I love that I don't do this is compare myself to others because I always I learned very early in life that I'm like in my own lane and so are you you're in your own lane like there don't be competitive don't oh she has this she has that he has this he has that baby girl or baby boy or non-binary baby person (laughs) you are in your own lane and stay there yeah ashley oh i forgot (laughs) um relax and just be better at making friends (laughs) (laughs) branch out just say yes just do it all the not yet not yes to everything just like stay true to your values. Yeah, like don't yeah. don't stay change who values. you are, but don't be afraid to branch out there. But yeah. if if people are trying to pressure you to do things and you don't want to do them, you don't have don't to do, do that. Them. Yeah. And if they look at you crazy, they're crazy for like yeah. like anybody who wants to pressure you into something it is not your friend. No. Especially if they can tell if you're There's, super uncomfortable with it. I don't it. I don't understand people who like try to pressure people to do bad things. It's yeah. just stupid. Olivia went into college as uh, uh, in, uh, into her freshman year as a as a virgin and people wait Olivia do you want us to say that okay and, and people would question whether or not she was a lesbian because, because so many people had had sex number one y'all fast little bitches okay <laughs> y'all want to come at Olivia and ask her if she's a lesbian no she was saving herself okay and listen just because you haven't had sex yet doesn't mean anything you just haven't had sex yet once you Period. have it, you'll you'll have plenty. Yeah, like, don't exactly. don't worry if you haven't had it. <laughs> oh yeah, you, that's will, you will. Thing. It yeah. will come into your life oh, at some point it, in your life. It's a free for all at college, folks. It really is. It oh, is a free for all. Everybody, please wear a condom. STDs oh, are very oh real. Oh my gosh, yes, yeah. please. And so is pregnancy. pregnancy. Pregnancy and STDs wear are a real. condom. Get on some birth control if you're not already on some. You guys, it's really not sweet out here. I know too many people that have gotten STIs because they thought it was sweet out here. Chlamydia is there's no like gonorrhea is yeah, on the yeah. rise and syphilis like yeah. that shit they tell you in history class they're yeah. like everybody had syphilis like it's <laughs> out there it is it's here true. it has arrived <laughs> protect yourself <laughs> it's not a game no glove no love you guys please 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 guys it's i don't know how much i can say this it's not sweet out here it's really not like guys it, yeah, it just, just takes protect one time yourself. it takes one time yourself and mentally physically just take care of yourself you you are you do come first people tell you not to be selfish but you have to take care of yourself yeah be selfish to a good to a, a, healthy, to degree. a, moderate, to a, health, yes. to a healthy degree perfect yeah. guys i have one last college question for you yes okay okay what should students try to relax about in school what do they take too seriously that they just need to like chill out about <laughs> you're laughing <laughs> what? I, I don't know <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like people just in general take everything too seriously. Like, obviously your classes, you want to do well in them. But if you say something stupid in class, like, don't dwell on it. You're the only person that remembers you said that stupid thing. Like, don't dwell on your mistakes. Just learn from them. Like, if you're doing bad in a class, get help. But as long as you're, like, you're passing, you have an okay grade, you don't have to be beating yourself up about it. And like, Yeah, don't kill yourself over a B. Yeah, and your social life, too, like. Yeah. So what? You tripped in front of someone and now the guy's like laughing at you. Who cares? Like there'll be someone else. Like you make people come into and leave your life at different times. So don't stress about like one person that's like upsetting you. Yeah. 
I will say things in general that don't take the social aspect of college so seriously, like your social life. Like, don't, like I said earlier, be yourself. I think people are so obsessed with becoming the person to fit in to a status quo that you shouldn't do that. There are tons of different people at college. Um, but I'm just saying, like, don't try and fit in to what you believe to be cool. Just be you, and people will gravitate towards that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, 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 yeah, don't take everything too seriously. Yes, you're there for school and do the school things, but it's, it's going to be okay. You're going to graduate if you want to, mm-hmm. and you're going to have a career, and it's going to be fine. Olivia has some advice to give. Listen up, kids. Um, I have, like, a really important, solid piece of advice to give. Ooh, Not yes. that your guys' wasn't important. Your guys' was very important. Thank you, Olivia. Um, do as many internships oh my God, yes. as you possibly can. Like, take doing an internship and getting that on your resume more seriously than, like, getting an A++ in your English course. In, like, leaving college, that will matter so much more. I know people that, like, didn't feel the need to do internships they weren't told that they had to so they didn't and now they're like struggling Mm -hmm. to get started in the real world Mm -hmm. internships are the key so kids intern it up a hundred times yeah olivia said seriously yeah i did one internship and i got my current internship because my friend knows my boss so um network it up if you can interning is definitely important yeah. Networking is crucial because where the fuck would we be if we didn't know each other, the three of us? Even look at us yeah. now, like this podcast. L- is look because, at look at the studio. Like we're in. exactly, we're, we're in a new studio. Network, network, network. Because now I'm still best friends with the people I was still best friends with in college, and they help me to do stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and vice versa. Yeah, it's not like anything that you didn't, pretty much anything you didn't do in college, you can still do it after college. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, you're not going to be back in that college environment, but you can still travel. You can still take a class at a college if that's something that you want to do. Like, you're not limited by that four years of existence. It's a small part of your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Rachel, what do you miss about school? Do you miss anything about school? I, I miss being in a sorority and having a chef that cooked for oh. me um, I miss that five too. days a week. <laughs> Ashley never yeah. had it. That yeah. I miss. I miss having all my friends living so close, being able mm. to walk to pretty much anyone's. Or my school had um, free Lyft or free Uber. So between <gasps> certain hours, we could go within like a mile radius. Wow. It was super easy to be, be uh, near all of my friends. So, And I miss having a structure. Like, it, it's... I love having a structure, and yeah, now structure's nice. you can make one for yourself, but it's a bit more difficult, so mm-hmm. I definitely miss the safety net, the structure, and having all my friends so close. Just yeah. all the all the things of easy living that you kind of take for yeah. granted while you're living them. First of all, free Uber and Lyft. <laughs> that, that's some we shit. Got, we, got some a, shit. we got a dollar bus ride after 7 p.m., <laughs> by the way, so we had to pay regular bus fares before 7 p.m. Point Park, you ain't shit. Um, <laughs> Rachel, it sounds like you had an amazing experience. Um, biggest thing I miss, I miss learning. I love learning. I never liked doing homework, but I loved going to class, so I, I miss learning. Same thing. I... 
that when I first graduated college and like went back home, like I was like, my friends, where are they? Like same thing. Like I would walk down the street and this person was here, up the street and that person was here. All, I lived with all my friends. Um, now it's kind of similar because a lot of my friends are out here now, so it's really cool. But it's still not the same. Like you guys aren't up the street or whatever. Um, but that was really cool and um, the structure I do miss. Mm-hmm. I really I do miss the structure. But the biggest thing I miss is learning. I love learning. 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 I love learning about new things and yeah. stuff like that. Um, I I miss the safety net. I, I felt like I the structure was nice and whatever. It is hard to make your own structure as an adult, but I'm managing. But there was something that was like, if I mess up, like, it's definitely going to be okay. Like, mm-hmm. I'm still going to have a place to live and I'm, <laughs> I still right. get food. <laughs> Like if if you mess up an adult life, like you're fucked, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Like if I would lose my job tomorrow, I I would I would have no place to live. I wouldn't be able to pay. Like that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like that safety net of school and like the freedom to mess up, I miss. And definitely take advantage of that in school. Like don't be afraid to make mistakes. Don't be afraid to because make mistakes that's the at place all. to make them. Make some big mistakes. I'm not telling you to do anything crazy, but like yeah, if but you like, make a make big mistakes. mistake, you will learn, and that's fine. Better yeah. to make it early on mm-hmm. when you have that safety net versus later. Yeah, when like fucked. Like yeah, exactly. You can't mm-hmm. make a mistake now. Right. Like I mean, yeah, you can't. Make, yeah, it's just harder to make, fix it yeah, now. Exactly. It's exactly, <laughs> exactly. like it, and like the lesson you have to learn is like annoying because you're like fu- like I'm glad I learned this lesson, but damn, it screwed me over. Yeah, in my like adult it, t- life. it took time and money to right. like, fix my mistake. Exactly. Yeah, we're in school. Like make all the mistakes. Be free. Be free. I miss the safety net. Yeah. College. Let's um, wrap it up. Yeah. Okay. So college, man. I mean, wild times. Wild yeah. times. <laughs> um, <laughs> incoming freshman, you'll be fine. You're, you're gonna survive. You're, you're, get, you're, get, you all, might be, get all the things. Go to Bed Bath and Beyond and have a fucking day. Have a have picnic, a day, man. I guess. Um, yeah, you'll be fine, and it's okay to feel like you don't know what the fuck is going on. We we get it. Sophomore sophomore slump. Y'all be all right. <laughs> Juniors. Like I said, that was my favorite year. Juniors, it's tough, but you only got one year left. Yeah. Seniors, just don't fuck it up. You've made it this far. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You yeah. have made it this just far. Just graduate. Don't, yeah. Just graduate. Even don't if you're fuck like, oh, I don't even have to like do the senior. Just just graduate. Yeah. Just get the degree. Just do it. Oh, my gosh. La- like In the last moments of our senior years, like in the last like three months, Ashley and I were like, we're dropping out. <laughs> like Every day, we would talk about how we were going to drop out. I was out. like, I have the education. Do I need to be right. here? We were so close close but we did it so i mean in going to college is a privilege Mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen not everybody gets to go not everybody gets to go so this is a privilege and it's it's a great time as long as you use your time wisely so fam that is a wrap on this episode of black and a half subscribe to us on itunes and soundcloud we're on both we're international out this bitch um (laughs) and recommend us to your friends too we are taking a little break but we'll be back soon we'll be updating you on what we're doing Feel free to revisit our past episodes if you've missed any. Feel free to recommend some episodes to your friends. They're there. We've got, They're what, there. 16 episodes out Tell everybody point. in school to listen to this episode. Yeah, tell well, everybody I, at work. I learned things. Yeah. Rachel has enlightened me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This was a therapy session for me. Yes. I'm not even joking. Yes. Um, and if you miss us while we're on hiatus, 
no worries you can follow me autumn on twitter at autumn rain underscore rain is spelled r-a-y-n-e you can also follow me on instagram at rain autumn x ashley where can the people find you you can <laughs> you can follow me on twitter at ashley c underscore hagan h-a-g-a-n and on instagram at ashley underscore chernevsky c-z-e-r-n-i-e-w-s-k-i Rachel, where can we find you? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at Rachel Arevalo, which is R-A-C-H-E-L-A-R-E-V -E -E as in Victor, mm. A-L-O. That v I love a V as in Victor, okay? <laughs> v and the B. Just so you yeah, guys know, follow Rachel. She's a dime. <laughs> She's beautiful. So you guys, your eyes won't be sad. Oh my God. Um, Guys, what was your college experience like? Did you choose not to attend college? Did you choose to attend colleges? What advice would you give to young college students? You can email us at blackhalf.5 at gmail.com. You can also like us on Facebook and slide into the DMs. We love DM sliding. We love DM sliding. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, also... We have a Twitter account Woo now. Twitter. Just so you know, our Twitter is popping, it's guys. Poppin'. We it's get poppin'. retweets, we get likes, we get views, and all of that. It so is come follow us at black and a half underscore, literally black and the words and spelled out a half underscore find us there we've got some tweets we've got some pics while we're on a hiatus we'll definitely keep you updated on that twitter page and our facebook page yeah and um special thanks to our producer olivia shipman and our new friend tommy and his band listen to this name holy water buffalo Holy Water Buffalo. Holy Water, water Buffalo. Buffalo. They're a great band. They kind of, Tommy explains it as granite rock. Whoa! I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> I want to listen, though. But yeah, Holy Water Buffalo, they're, ba they're from Utah. They just moved here from Utah a year ago. They're like famous in Utah. Now wow. they're here in L.A. playing really great clubs and killing the game. They're really great. Well, um, so thank you, in, Tommy. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff, because this is also Jeff's studio. Yeah. And thank you, Holy Water Buffalo, for letting us rock out here. And thank you, Rachel, for being our wonderful guest and giving us wonderful advice. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah. Black and a Half is brought to you by Studio 1810. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.